Good afternoon and welcome to Anchor. And you can talk about anything that you want. Once again, this is your podcast for your healing, viewing, sexual, talk dirty, masturbate, drink beer, um, smoke a blunt. Anything goes at this podcast. But we all have respect for each other. My dear folks, my name is Gypsy Moon. I'm the proud owner of this um, Speaking the Truth, uh, Truth and Justice. I have been a long supporter for <coughs> justice and peace. Once again, this is your confession cathedral middle of the street paradigm between spiritual world and reality world day or night this is the confession hour with gypsy moon you can talk about anything you want sex masturbation dildos, anything that has to do with women's power, anything that has to do with human life, and whether it has to do with fighting your own demons, spreading your gospel on a mic seems a lot better than raising your gun. Spread your love around to your neighbor. Spread your love around to the smaller things that make the biggest impact on someone else's life. And this is a way for Spotify, Anchor, Podbean. Can share your testimonies of your scriptures of your true soul. Check them out. It's a good way to release stress on a mic with no vibrating dildo. Good afternoon and welcome to Anchor. My name is Gypsy Moon and I am the proud owner of Justice of Peace. I'd like to thank all my viewers and um, I appreciate all of your support. <coughs> and, um, and all the views and likes and plays. Um, you know, since my last segment, I was talking about how life can be very uneasy sometimes well as you all know the coronavirus has spiked and has put a lot of more people out of work um which i will have to find an alternate to work or some form of something i have um been taking some time out from podcasting and posting online Due to the fact that um, I was working and um, didn't really have a lot of focus on um, my project or my podcasting, Um, it's been a very odd transition to transmit from one life to another life. 
going back to the life that you once knew because that's a trade that you've known for 25 years and plus. <coughs> yes, I am a pothead. Um, that's about the only thing that's making me not go insane. Insane in the membrane, like Cypress Hill. Um, that's about the only thing that's really taking my mind off all this coronavirus bullshit. <clears throat> um, New Mexico came up with a vaccination, is completely, uh, is working on a vaccination for this coronavirus. Um, our government spent $150 billion, um, trying to find a vaccination for this coronavirus, which they need to start, um, releasing some of the drugs that have been approved for human trials. This will not get any better until people stop doing what they're doing and not being responsible. Social gatherings, meaning that I don't know who I came across with weeks and weeks ago. But as we all know that they don't release a lot of things that are partaking about the coronavirus. Um, You know, blood types, so on and so forth. Um, I've practiced social distancing. I don't, I'm not around people. But I didn't want to talk about all that. Um, What I wanted to talk about was how life can change and you don't know the signs in front of you until, you know, it's a little, it's a little later that you realize that you've been going about things the wrong way and your time has been been manipulated by <clears throat> consuming yourself with stupidity. And I guess I did take a part in stupidity for a while. And I mean, listening to people's words that come out of their mouth, not learning to let go. So, <clears throat> in this segment... In the next few segments, it's going to learn how to let go. So, I will be playing a playlist from um, Shiva and Raja Kamari and <clears throat> a few others um, for um, a mass media meditation or some release in... Uh, Release in fear of thoughts and fear of, of the heart. So I guess I've had some time to let go of certain people in my life, certain things in my life, things that didn't serve a purpose, things that are no longer a part of my life anymore, and which makes me a lot more <clears throat> by myself. Which is perfect, because I guess I don't need a lot of negativity and elements in my life. So, um, I'm sitting in my house, and not uh, analyzing what I'm about to go and search for the next evolution of work and being able to be consistent of trying to find new ways to go and keep my lifestyle sustainable as the rest of the people around the globe are trying to come up with 
Um, you know, this has been a life-changing moment for myself and as well as my other individuals that I'm related to by blood. You know, family could be thicker than blood, but, you know, sometimes the acid burns through the soul and family doesn't really, I don't really give a shit no more about that. You know, what is family? Family doesn't really stick together sometimes. Sometimes they're so individuals that they have their own way of life and, and opportunities to voice their opinions and talk shit about others. But... I've taken this time out to go on my own journey and it has led me to the fact that I may never ever ever want certain elements in my life anymore I've become the loner that I was set out to be and walking the the path that I'm supposed to be walking on. You know, my abundance is coming soon. The love that I have for this passion that I'm I'm working on so proudly and to figure out how this can be an effective form of transmission of allowing yourself to be accepted of the unknown. And this is a big, 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 big field. It's a, a huge field. And <clears throat> this will be the new technology coming to... Um, it's going to be slowly wrapping up. Um, this nanotechnology has trapped myself into the love of it. And embracing the beautiful moments of of making humans a lot better to treat and to be able to um, serve the quality of life a lot much more better. Nanotechnologies has a lot of uses for its small capabilities for having a big impact. So that's what my, my focus is on. I... I have not been writing as much or researching as much because I have to figure out how people will be accepted to the new technology coming out. And I know that when people accept new technologies coming out, they're going to get weirded out. They're going to get freaked out. That's the responses that I'm looking for because they don't know, but you can't feel nothing in your body. Really? I mean, we could be drinking it. We could be eating robots in our body. We don't know what the government has packaged in our cereals, packaged in our foods, fact packaged in, in things that we buy at the stores. I understand that people are trying to live organically and, it's been a, a a difficult journey to figure out where our next source of everything is going to come from. Um, <clears throat> but the one thing I can tell you is that with this segment, I hope that the plays will increase and people will increase of knowing 
that technology is going to change and this stupid fucking corona bullshit is going to take its its turn for the worse. <clears throat> I don't like to think that that things will take a turn for the worse, but you know, to play death in a human life and to take millions of people and you know, was this created? Was this a hoax? Was this a way of depopulation? Agenda 21, so on and so forth. Um, but that's an option. That's an option for them. <clears throat> you know, people are sleeping on the streets and becoming homeless and stuff like that. Our government needs to take all the buildings that are not being used and give the homeless some shelter. And if they refuse it, well then, okay, well then that's their choice. Free will is a bitch, I suppose, right? Free will is a bitch. You know, you can't tell somebody what to do unless you pull somebody uh, a gun to somebody's head and tell them what the fuck to do. But the only people that have the control of that is the ones that are putting the gun to your head. You know, and people should say, you should relax, relax, relax. This is not a big deal. No, it really is a big deal. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a a big scare for a lot of people. And as for myself, you know, I was so happy to go back to work. I was, it was the best time of my life going back to work. However, you know, there were people that were less fortunate than I was because they went to school. They didn't work. But I was smart enough to work and work two or three jobs in one year. And, you know, there's free online classes. And so I was fortunate enough to find those. But I've been, you know, preoccupied with certain events in my life that I had to let go. I had to let go of the fact that my my family is dysfunctional and I will never be loved by them the way that I'm supposed to be. I had to let go of my son completely and to let him be free because <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck he's up to, but he doesn't give a fuck about me and I don't give a fuck about him, you know? That's another thing I had to let go. I had to let go of the fact that I can't have control anymore. I don't want control anymore. I'm, I'm learning to just let the universe take my my life into its hands as it's supposed to be. And, you know, um, it, it's it's been a very difficult transition to once being somebody who... Um, can go and from one life go and sell dope one life going off and trading you know guns for ammunition I mean guns for bombs or trading guns for you know for other drugs in life and from walking from that life and those people to walking to this life and you know I don't think I'm better than anybody. I I don't think that I I I'm I'm on top of the world. But I feel like I'm on top of the world. I feel free. I feel like I can probably make a change and I'm going to make a change. This 
thing that I have been working on has been the most incredible experience of my life. You know, going from selling dope, smoking dope, and now getting away from people that are doing the dope. And I've never been rehab. I've never had an addiction. Addiction is something that you use every day, all day, every day, and you can't stop. And you can't stop, and you can't stop, and you can't stop. That's an addictive person. I was a recreational user, but I sold more dope than I smoked. But, you know, I didn't lose anything. I lost a freedom. I lost my life. I lost my soul. I lost my heart. I lost my brain. I lost everything. But I brought it all back because I brought myself back from the dead. Reinventing yourself is the most important thing to a human life. You know, our lives are very important. Whatever it serves its purpose, our lives are very important to the world and beyond and to our families from what I have left. You know, my life has been a very interesting ride. And... You know, people don't want to hear about my life, but I'm going to tell you this. It's important to hear about lives all over the world, not just yourself. Don't be so selfish and consumed on yourself because you, you can help the next door neighbor. You could do this and you could do that, but make the choice of doing it. I don't know, but I try to remain cautious of elements that may trigger you to have a downward spiral. But I released everything. Past loves, past trauma, past parents, past everything. I'll let it all go. Because that shit is like fucking poison. And it'll be poison for the rest of your life if you keep on holding it on. I was told that the other day by somebody who lost his wife. And this guy, I don't know him very well, but I went over to his house and it looked like that he was not taking care of himself, basically. He looked very malnourished and didn't give a fuck and was over here talking to me about letting shit go. Well, his wife died and, you know, they spent a lot of time together. They were loving together. Um, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but it looked like, it looked like death walked into his door and he was searching for death. And I sat with him for 12 hours and watched him sleep and watched him breathe, but his place stunk like shit. And, but I still respected him. I still think of him as a man. Um, I still, you know, was, I'm not in this person's life a lot. And I don't go around people like him because of, you know, the company that he keeps. And I, like I said, I don't judge people for who the fuck they are. I don't care. I mean, I've been around all kinds of people, all kinds of them. And I don't judge. But anyhow, you know... Being in this place for hours, you can feel the death and the pain inside. 
of his house. And he's sitting here talking about me about letting shit go, even though he's in fucking pain. And so when I came back to the house, I said, you know what? Fuck all this shit, man. Fuck it all. You know, let it all go. Who gives a shit? You know, they ain't gonna care. You know, let them talk shit. Let them say what they want to say. That's people for you. People are so contradicting of themselves that they want to talk shit about you all damn day long because they have nothing else to talk about. And their life is so much better because, hey, guess what? You know, they're so much better than anybody else. So, the point I'm trying to make is that when he said that, he was basically telling me that it was just best to let everything go. And so basically, he looked like shit and he let himself go. So, you know, that was telling me not to even go there, you know, looking like all raggedy ass son and stuff like that. But I could say that to him because he looked like shit. But that was like death telling me, get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out of there because you don't know what's going to happen next. Death was telling me, sitting right next to me, saying, you can't be around this shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? But that was the wake-up call. That was the wake-up call is when you're near death and you see death in front of your face and it comes near your eyes, you have to get the fuck away from shit like that. Don't accept nothing more than what it's offered. You know, if it's offered something small, take it and be done with it. You know, it, it was a very eye-opening, clenching experience that I can't experience again. And, you know, I had to let another friend go because of things that were just not feeling right. It's easier to just walk away from people and say, what the fuck, who gives a shit, bye. You know, after I've known people for 20, 25 years, 30 years, whatever, I have to learn to let it go. And I did with a lot of people, but I guess I was missing the fucking point. I was missing so many points to this new life and I didn't know about it and I was stupid to not see the signs in front of my face but you know some things are fucking blind sometimes and so you know with with this being said I'm gonna post another one but I I just you know this this next segment is going to be about peace we all need to find peace we all need to find something to love. And whether that would be with a plant, whether that whether be with a dog or cat or goldfish or something, you know, we all have the ability to maybe find some clarity in, in all this stuff. But, you know, I guess keep your heads up and... Focus, 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 focus on something brand new in your life. Don't take things to the fucking heart anymore. Because, you know, if you find new love and if you find new people to hang out with and, and, and you know, conduct business with and the power of positivity, that's your path. And this is mine. But I'll continue on with the next segment.
So, I've noticed that there has been more subscribers. Well, thank you very so kindly. I love you all for subscribing to my wonderful anchored broadcast across the world and beyond. I hope this reaches the alien planet. This is Gypsy Moon. I decided to change things up a bit. I know for my last segment, I was kind of um, different. But, so, I've noticed some important signs in my life that I need to follow. You know, I have um, put up with a lot of bullshit lately. And it's all coming to an end. I've had a miracle happen. And this is something that I have been working so hard at. Because, you know, these uncertain times of pressure, rage on, on oneself to get rid of all the dirty cops in America and far beyond. Um, justice is long overdue for so many different categories of people being lost and forgotten and, and not solved. You know, <clears throat> when I started this project, I started it because there's a big, huge problem for human trafficking. And, you know, talking to the mic has kind of allowed my voice to, you know, speak upon the world and call people out on their bullshit. And, you know, I just came overwhelmed with a lot of it within the past two, three weeks. And I have put all my energy and my strength into my project because I strongly believe that there's a way. And if it takes many forces of goodness to help direct women and young children to stay away from the conflicting of money being evil by people who present it, that can make your life better. You know, people are starting to step out and talk about the human trafficking. And I'm so proud of them for doing that. It means a lot because, you know, when creating something that is a huge problem and has been a problem since the first abduction and the first killing for human trafficking and the players far beyond beneath the Illuminati or um, the 13 families, whatever, which one, Pizzagate and all that stuff. Um, I'm glad that you're making, uh, you know, the world on terror for people. So I'm not here to bash you. I'm not here to say bad things about you. You do you. Um, but for people like myself and the small people, we will stand against you because we believe it's wrong. I understand that they're, you know, trying to make a way for a better life and it costs them their life. But I mean... Are you fighting for the war of killing people? Are you fighting the war of, of being able to have some control on someone's life because you can get them out of problems because you have money? Okay, that's great. But, you know, someday 
it'll stop. It will stop. Believe it or not, there are some people that do not like your organization. And like I said, I'm not disrespecting you, but they're, they're I mean, this is a huge problem. You know, if it would, if it was your family, would you want somebody to help you find your lost one? I'm sure it's the same exact thing, except for you don't don't have the means like other people, and they live in slums and they live in places where it's not safe, and they're. Too many organizations that answers to one man or, well, m multiple men. And, you know, if it, if it was for science, then why don't you tell us? If it is for disease control, then why don't you tell us? You know, if you're in control of other people and you play puppet masters, then, I mean, are you God? Do you have the right to do what you do, even though people are looking for a way out? Do you feel that it's right to put prices on people's heads, alive or dead, organs, no organs? Now, see, I'm like you. I think of it that way, but then I see it in another way. You know, a human body is probably worth a half a million dollars to some people. Your heart, liver, lungs, brains, uh, intestines, body, blood type, especially blood type. Blood type goes really big in plasma. And then there's the body parts in itself. You know, I'm not sure what's the cost for your revenue of, you know, is it for torture experiments, for the Red Room, for snuff magazines? See, I know about all that stuff. I'm not a stranger to, you know, faces of death and stuff like that. I'm no stranger to it. I know it's happening all over the world. So, you know, um, if somebody can just, you know, drop a like, tell me where you're from. I don't know if I can give that comment out or, I mean, uh, I'm trying to invent a way for me to take callers so I can talk to people all over the world. It would be nice to talk to people all over the world and, and understand what their viewpoints are. I love all my viewers. I'm not speaking evil or negative. I just, you know, would like to save some women that need help, that really desperately need a, a different way out, you know. I, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do because to help people find something or to guide them there or to help them find keys to the missing parts of the life or, you know, but throughout this whole corona bullshit fucking stupid virus that has cost millions of unforgettable lives, making death the new norm now. It seems like we're living in the death times of America. And, but do we... Do we all fear the the part of, you know, you do what you're told, really. I mean, it's very simple. You don't go in crowds. You don't not have a mask. You're not touching people. You're not around a lot of people. You're washing your hands consistently. You're keeping hydrated. You're not around infected people. 
I mean, the rules are very simple. You know, you may not have it because of your blood type or something like that. <clears throat> I stay away from people. I don't really like touching people either. But I know I gotta go back to work. And I've worked this whole time on my project and this project has taught me a lot about the way that people are handling this as, as a social and economical and you know we're in troubled times of uncertainty with psychological outlook on should we stay or should we go are we afraid or are we not afraid i mean well, you know i guess living in fear is like not knowing how to do a prison sentence you know for somebody who or somebody who is listening to this yes if this is kind of like the prison sentence where you're restricted by the government and they pay you to sit on your ass and do whatever the fuck you eat and bonbons and ice cream and cookie dough and whatever the fuck you eat, gummy bears. Um, you know, I enjoy doing these podcastings and will continue to do my podcastings because I believe that, you know, reaching the younger crowd is... I mean, I may not have a lot of friends, granted, like two, maybe three, maybe four, I don't know. I mean, I have a social crowd a little bit. It's just that I'm not around them a lot, and and I prefer it that way because then I can focus on work like I do right now, typing on a computer and um, producing my own podcasts. I eventually will be on another six platforms by the time this week is over with, hopefully. I'm not sure just yet, but, you know, for all the people that are listening to me, please remember that there is hope. I can't stress enough that you just have to believe in the power of just trying to make it one day at a time. One day at a time is all, I mean, you know, and I feel really bad for all the people that are suffering right now. And uncertainty and what the news and the media and all that shit has predicted. You see a lot of people that are coming from blue-collar jobs now go working in restaurants and stuff like that because that's what's open. And they're cutting executive jobs in half because of this coronavirus thing. And I was just recently in Denver, Colorado, and it was a different vibe. You know, people are still humble. They're still very nice. You know, I rented a, a hotel room and I smoked a cigarette in there. That was my only downfall. I didn't mean to, but I was completely stressed out and not wanting to go outside and look at people um, or even converse with people. I'm just, you know, I wanted to see my friend and we hung out. So I've known this guy for 25 years. He's gayer than a fucking doorknob and I love him to death, love him to pieces, and I said my last goodbye, and I won't see him for another seven more years. It was really depressing because, like, we were so tight, and we still are. I still love the man, even though he's a pain in my ass every time I get around him, you know, but I love him because he's always been there for me, little fucker, and, I mean, he's tall, he's taller, he looks like a big bear, and he's like my best companion. Um, he doesn't really say much, but I can't really have a deep intellectual conversation with him sometimes. 
because we're we're all just living a different lives and it was good to see him and we hung out and we both don't like the heat so we kind of stay like icicles in the hotel room and stuff like that and um, smoke pot and he doesn't like to drink so we just drink water and stuff like that but anyhow um I have um through this whole entire trip back on the Greyhound back to Denver back to Albuquerque back to Denver back to Albuquerque um, each time that I went I felt like it was a closing chapter to I mean I'll go visit him in five years I, I just miss him a lot and so but business has to continue and I have to think about <clears throat> what the next weeks are going to be like and I don't want to be those people that are looking for a job at the last minute when everybody else is and having 600 applicants to one fucking job I don't want it to sound like that but please America you need to wake up um, you know this is a wake-up call you know there are land there is land out there from there's land all over you just gotta know where to go people from California this is how I'm gonna address this to you all you musicians and I mean every last musician that lives in damn California from LA to Malibu to Modesto I don't know somewhere up fucking north or whatever you know <clears throat> it's smart to start think about other places to move because your shit is about to get four times the amount that it is right now for electricity and for water and I'm sure you already noticed that they already raised you guys' rents over there and people are moving out of there because it's shithole it's a shithole to live in I mean it's fucking expensive but you know people that are living up there Pacific, uh, Pacific blah, 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 Malibu and um, Santa Monica I mean you know what happens when your money runs out it's just I mean it's time to give up the beach and maybe go to the desert for a little while see what's cracked lacking in, in the, the desert and I don't mean like that either um, uh, you know snap crack a pop and figuring out if you wanna snap crack a pop within the earth and get sucked and swimmed by the sinkholes of the planet or you just wanna come to you know something a little bit more sturdier I think um, uh, keep on trying to tell my uncle well I haven't talked to my uncle in a while but you know he came out here and he's like oh, I wanna start a business out here well, what do you think he's gonna uh, I mean do you think I can live out here? I said, what's your, what's your rent over there? He's like, five grand. And I said, well, you still live in Venice Beach? Yeah, I still live in Venice Beach. And then I said, well, you know, over here it's pretty cheap. He goes, yeah, it is real cheap. I, maybe I should come over here and start a business. I said, well, I don't know. That's up to you. If you want to pay 5000 you want to pay 1000 a month. Which one do you want to do? You may like the beach, but it's going to get expensive as fuck to live out there. I hope y'all ready. 
I hope y'all are ready for that big quake to come around. You know, look at your seismographs right below you. I mean, yes, I am talking country, but that's just me. I talk country because I want to talk country. I love my country accent. Um, you know, it wouldn't hurt for the certain somebody to just come and talk to me. You know, um, I would highly suggest that, you know, if you are listening, you might just taking you so long. I already know who you're with. You know, I done said it on her page and yours. You know, I still adore the shit out of you, even though you're an asshole. I still love you, even though you're a fucking bitch. But, you know, certain things had to end with you too as well. Because you weren't complying, you were, I mean, you weren't even talking to me. And I figured that I'm not your type of tea or your cup of tea and... and and that's fine, but, you know, it would have been nice to talk to you. It would have been nice to get to know someone like you. You would have been a really good company and maybe have tea time as well, but you're so stuck up your own ass. It's sad, you know. It would have been really nice not to know a narcissistic again, but I think you're one of them as well. You even said it yourself. You know, you're a psychopath, and you're narcissistic, and, well, you just gave yourself away there, Cinderella. You know, I, I, I do miss seeing your face on live screen and being able to film your hands, doing magical performances, and talking to you every once in a while. I just, I have no idea how you are feeling at this present time in life you and your sister I mean from the last picture I saw with uh, you and uh, Miss Sarah Rose she's a doll you two belong together you really do you two are beauty queen and king together you know um, I'm just into more different kind of music now <coughs> But thank you. <clears throat> Turn me on to Raja. She's pretty fly. She's got that bead kind of stinging to her. Really, really like little Kim. And her own flesh. You know, that kind of like type thing. She's adorable. I think she's cutie too. She she like a little she like a little sunflower. But I hope you're doing just fine there, Dandelion. And, you know, Scar and your sister and your cousin, Nida. You know, I still think about you guys every so often. Don't want to fuck forks. You never fucking talk to me. But, you know, I understand that you're in your music and you're in your own head. And you got shit to do and so the fuck do I. You know, life will move on, and I've moved on, and I know you don't give a fuck. I know for sure you don't give a fuck. You'll never give a fuck about somebody like me, because let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something, miss. You know who? I want to tell you a little story about what's going on with my life. 
Now I know you don't give a fuck, but I'm gonna tell you any motherfucking way. So my my mom and I have never got along ever, 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 ever. And so this last trip never she wished death upon me. She wished the COVID nineteen would fucking enter my body and kill me. And my sister and I are not talking as much. And my family loves control. They love it to the max that it's like it's just shopaholic card. Just swipe the fucking card up your ass and maybe bitch you'll find something else to do after that. So that's how they are. I'm a loner. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about a lot of things except for my project myself and, and knowing my self-worth. And I don't give a fuck how that hurts people that I'm doing me. I don't care. I don't care if I have anybody in my life. It doesn't mean nothing to me. But the people that do love me and respect me and love me because I am unique and I'm 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 smart and I'm blessed at many different walks of life and I can do anything beyond the power of any other source of learning more about what the human capacity can hold with technology that and life and in spirituality and a different form of a new beginning and not a shitty death. Um, it's been a very difficult road during all of this by myself. Every single day by myself, sitting up on my room by myself, writing this by myself, doing a lot of things by myself. But I, every day I did something. Every day, every day I did something. Every single day I did one piece of paper, one piece of this, one piece of that, one piece of this, one piece of that. Yes, I did get born. Yes, I, I've been, but you know, the times that I did get out, it was nice. I felt so fucking alive. And <clears throat> to be controlled is like, I can't do it. So, you know. I am going to make a lot of difficult choices to be very certain of, of who and what I allow to be near and around me for the rest of my life. And if that means that I'm glad that I met you for that 30 seconds, minute, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, that was the happiest moment of my existence. Um, but I know how you are. I know that you can be a, a bit harsh and it's very, I learned a lot from you. I learned a lot, really. You have that, you have what people are looking for. You have that charisma that people are looking for and it would have never worked out between us. Ever. It would have never ever worked out. You're so fucking far away. It's clueless to when our stars will meet again. Because I'd like to meet you again. You if if you're more mature and I grow as a mature and we can meet on the mature page and we can write a page together then you know, then we, you and I could have something in in a bond that you know, it could be a beautiful friendship, but you're a jerk. And you are, you really are a jerk. You know, I know you're so focused on your music, you don't give a 
fuck about nobody. But this time last year, I was talking to you, and because you only gave a piece of you a little bit, you thought I was going to do something bad to you, but I'm not. I'm not the bad person here. So, I still love you. I don't know how I still love you, because I got rid of you, and I don't think about you no more, but I still love you. I still fucking love you somewhere. Somewhere around the planet. I still love you. you know, I'll never forget you. That's one thing for sure. You're unforgettable. You're quite the magical stone in a shit full of dirt. But yeah, you're the magical stone somewhere. Shining. Get the clutter from your life. Get that clutter away. You know, you and I could be a very dynamic duo. I believe that you have these beautiful words of political and powerful inspiration. But don't sit there and think that I'm just gonna allow you to punch me around either. <clears throat> I already have too many narcissists doing that already. You think I just have one? I have three of you to deal with. Maybe four. I don't know. I'm getting there. But, you know... I don't know what I did to you. I don't give a fuck what I did to you. Because I don't remember yesterday. And I'm not going to remember today either. Because I want to just strive for the next day following. So I can get one step closer to my goal. Because I will put all of my effort into this work that I'm doing. Every single bit of it. And that means sacrificing people in my life. As far as romantic and love. Because I already gave up on that. I think you already know that, John. I think you already know that I gave up on love. I already gave up on you. But I still fucking love your ass. I don't know why. But I still do. I'll always love you. For the rest of your life. But, <clears throat> you know, if we could just somehow one day talk, that would be nice. But I know you won't. I've changed different Instagram accounts. I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not on there that much because I'm doing my podcasting. I know it sounds a little weird talking to somebody that never speaks to me. Um, do you think that maybe that when you get out of your shallow howl, little egg drop shithole life of yours, can you drop a letter or drop something like? Fuck you, how about fuck off, about, you know, go suck a clam head's dick or something. Can you do something like that? Can you just say fuck you, Kim, fuck you, Gypsy Moon, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Just say something. You know, for the viewers out there, I'm, I'm speaking on, I'm speaking to Jahan Yusuf. So, you know, I apologize if I, you know, made everybody uncomfortable or whatever, but half of this thing is you know, for the message to John Yusuf. And I hope somebody gives this to her and she can hear what I'm saying to her because John, I still love you. Even though you're a jerk. You're a fucking asshole, but you know I just wish that I had the opportunity to smoke some weed with you, drink some tea and get very philosophical and political and maybe help 
show some light on the dynamics of how you view, view um, human trafficking. Goodbye. Good afternoon and welcome to my podcast, Gypsy Moon, speaking for the silent type. In this segment, I like to touch base on, you know, certain issues that have been really bothering me. I'll start by someone I met a year ago in a concert. And she was everything that I expected her to be. Witty, smart intelligent in her mind, in her body, in her spiritual life. She's a soulful connection, really different specimen of a human. And her music and her sister's music has brought joy and a lot of pain in my life. Um... I've never opened up to anyone, and I mean anyone like those two. And I know that they deal with 30,000 plus fans around the world. And I know it's probably hard for them to text message every single person and to really focus on what people are saying to them and how they respond to them. Well... I've always admired John very much, John Yusuf, and she has been my greatest challenge as far as getting to know her. She's quite difficult and very private like I am. I don't really speak um, in social media because I don't want to get into the wormhole of I have to be liked by everyone and I'm not there to be liked <clears throat> I'm only there to to um, to, to uh, see the pictures of my son which is Ty Shanae that's my son John that's who I've been dealing with there's as there are, like I said, there's a lot of Virgos, and my words don't come out right, right now. Um, I've been in low vibration, low energy for the past couple days. I don't know what's come over me. I've gotten sick off of ceviche and off of turkey burgers, and now my body is rejecting both of them, so figure that one out. But, um... In all reality, I thought that you and I could collaborate because of this project that I'm working on with stopping the human trafficking. I've told you this before when I sent you messages about who and what I'm about. Now, that's an advocacy. That's an advocate. Advocates come in many different forms. And advocates can, you know, they don't. They don't make much money, but it's not about the money, you understand? It's about saving human lives and being able to give people hope, which means it's more powerful than making a million dollars. It's more powerful than having a million dollar, $34 million company. It's about empowering others to go and follow their dreams and passions in life. I've done 
everything that you could possibly think of except for the harder jobs. Like I said before, you know, I worked in soup kitchens. I helped people. I helped battered women. And, and, you know, I'm a massage therapist. I've made, I've, I've seen a lot of money in my life. Seen a lot. Been around a lot. I've been around the powerful. I've been around the famous people. I've been around so many people while doing my business. And, you know, I had to quit a lot of businesses because they were bad for me. <clears throat> and they were non-healthy for me. I have manifested my life-term goal, and I'm working on it. And so, um, when I met you, I was in the first stages of my project. And I was young and naive, which would have been a year ago. A lot has changed in a year and a half now. And now I'm into the second stages in the prototypes. Now, I thought you were about human lives. Taking a stand. Giving, you know, giving power of positivity and power of hope to people. So, I'm going to speak my truth. I've had some pretty shitty relationships in the past. Really crappy. And I never chose the best candidate because I never ran them through the application process. I didn't think of it like that because I just wanted to, you know, get my rocks off. Well, I had a job just doing that as well. Did it pay off? No, but I learned a lot. I've learned a lot from every single position I've ever had in a company or several companies. And, you know, I'm not going to tell a lie but I've had experiences in the past with drug use. And it's not always been the greatest thing to explore because I wanted to understand what it was like to become that person so I can write about this. And I can write about the experiences and help other women not go down that same path. Some people do not have that choice because they live in poverty. You know, when you don't have a lot and you give a lot, you don't expect so much in return. Your and I communication, Miss Yusuf, is pretty shitty, pretty fucking horrible. And I'd have to say that I would have been straightforward with you. I would have been, you know, your top supporter. And you have failed to open up. I know you're. it's hard for you to open up because of what Chris did to you, what Casey did to you, what other people have done to you. But I'm not fucking them. I'm not ever them. I've pulled myself out of more problems and more lawsuits and I come out just fine. Broke is a joke, but fuck that. I still come up on top. I'm a fighter. I'm not I'm not a piece of shit. Okay? I have I have had my ups and downs. I've had major disappointments. I've had 
broken down families. I've been around broken down families. I've experienced a lot of different formalities of different families from different cultures because I wanted to understand what different cultures and their families were like so I can interpret it and analysis into this project that I'm working on. And this has to deal with every race, not just yours, not just with the blacks or the Mexicans or the white people. Every single life bleeds of blood. Every single life bleeds a red color, which matters. Matters to life and science and biology and technology and rapid advances to curing the unknown cancers of the body. That's what I'm about. I have nurses in my family, politicians in my family. And you think that for one second that I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm, I'm sharing my life with the world. And I'm not, and, and, and I'm sorry that I'm lost in the words, but I want to thank all my viewers all of the likes and post plays that people have supported because maybe they can understand and learn a little something new about a person that they've never met in their whole life. But I met you. I met you, Miss Yusuf. I met you. And I didn't care about your color. I didn't care about... I didn't... I didn't... I did not care that... You made a million dollars. I saw the beautiful flower that you are. The rarest gem in the world. The, the highest form of, of lightness. And I never saw your heart. Because your heart was so closed off to me. But your third eye wasn't. I saw right through you. You need help. We all need help. And my text messages have brought you love in your life. And I'm not embarrassed or ashamed to say that I have love for other people. Sarah, Shiva, your other DJ. You know, I have other love for, you know, Erica Badu, uh, Drake, Snoop, Be Real, you know, Eminem. I have love for many artists. Many artists. <clears throat> and I can't say that I've met them, but I met Diplo, and he's pretty awesome. He's a pretty down, chill, cool kind of guy, you know. Uh, I, I can't imagine what it is like for you to live in the past all the time. And I did that. Let me tell you something. It burns. It burns bad when you live in the past. It burns bad when you when you struggle with moving on and because you don't want to get hurt again and you're closed off I'm closed off to the world right now because my project is very important to me I'm making a difference so that people can help find their loved ones and put them to rest and not wonder or worry where the fuck they're at that's why I'm doing this project. Because when the government takes over, and they will, your ass is fucked. You're screwed. And I hate to tell you this, but, you know, 
they target they target people and I'm talking about large amount of people they target they target they target what I mean by they talk about looking deep inside in what the government's about to do to you and me and the rest of the world now does that impose a threat hell yeah you think this coronavirus wasn't staged the fuck it wasn't but I don't want to get on that negative trip okay you know I was there and I wanted to be there for you when you needed help and I'm not sure if it's a sibling that you're having problems with but I have it all the time I'm not sure if you can work out work those problems out but I'm sure you already have that done as well but the past will kill you and it's done it for me it's it's hurt me in so many ways that I'm just fucking fed up with it I can't deal with it no more and that's me saying fuck you I don't want nothing to do with you I can't tolerate people always trying to knock people down because they're trying to do something that the world has never thought of and that's exactly what I'm doing third largest money-making scheme is human sex trafficking which is a big portal hub in California all the way up and down if you haven't figured out and noticed that porn is a big fucking industry and you know it's it's pretty sad that a woman or a guy has to sell their dick and pussy to fucking make money and people have to film it to make money because that's the only occupation that makes 10 grand or above each session I know how much money it makes I'm not dumb I know about your profile I know about your sister's profile I know about what I need to know but I'm not invading your life I don't want to invade your life I want to become a part of a solution a solution to to help people find a voice find a heart find a beat find a find a, a way out not everybody is 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 good at selling dope or hustling your pussy or dick not everybody's like that and when you bring up the past so much it's like you're just becoming a whore to yourself and your negative behavior and I did that for a long time I did it for so many years I lived in filth and it's 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 gonna crack you're gonna crack open and you're gonna say screw that bitch before that you're gonna say screw her because you're gonna get so tired of looking at her then you're gonna say I wanna throw all those pictures away I don't wanna know her I don't wanna know her I wanna move with a new person the new evolving person the new trend the new you and by you ghosting me out tells me a lot about your personality and and I know that I came off way too strong I showed you so much love and so many likes and so many power loves and this and that and the other I became addicted to the thing that I really didn't like the most which was vain vanity greatest sin in the world the greatest sin vanity is one of the sins that I cannot tolerate I am not going to live in vain. I'm not going to promote vanity when I already did and I got sucked into the fly trap of 
wanting your attention. And I never got the full attention of you because I hit some sweet spots in you. I know you were dating this person. I know you're messing around with somebody else. I know what you did. And I don't have to know this by social media. I'm telling you, I feel you. I feel everything about you. And I know you do. And I'm sure you're disgusted with me as well. And I'm okay with that. But I would like is for us, you and I, to have coffee and to talk. I don't want to bring up the past, but I want to start fresh and forward with you to work on this project together, to stop police brutality, defunding the police, and destroying the, the thing that our government needs to get rid of, and that is WASP. Let me give you a lesson. White, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant. That's what WASP stands for. There are people that have been in there since the 1950s and carried out generations from it. It was a national racist party or something along that lines. And was allowing this to happen 400 and something years. Come on. You stand up for that, and I stand up for that. How come we cannot join forces? How come we cannot join forces together? Black, brown, Pakistani, Iranian, Persian, you know, Italian, Sicilian, Jewish, you know, black, brown. You know, how about we all stand together and fight the government? We can fight the government in so many ways, so many vital ways, social media, podcasting, writing our congressmen, going up to the lawmakers and telling them, you know, this is what's up. But me, myself, I'm a small person. I, I'm, I'm a, um, I'm a, I stand alone. I stand alone. And I've listened to the army veterans. I've listened to all military personnel. I get out, maybe not so much. But I get out, and I talk to military personnel. I talk to former FBI agents. I talk to cops. I talk to detectives. I talk to people. I, I listen, literally listen to crime TV on podcastings. I am very informative about what the hell is about to happen to all of us. Very informative. And I'm preparing myself. So, if you got some balls and sense, you need to grow the fuck up and grow some balls and come and talk to me. You can text me on the phone. You can Skype me. You can duo me. You can do whatever you need to do to put some ease into your head that I am not a fucking bad person. I don't know what your perception is on me. I know that you probably got rid of me because you're fucking around with somebody else. And that's okay. That's natural for you. You're a woman. You have sexual desires. I get it. But I got rid of them because I wanted something different. And I'm looking for something that is less dramatic. And not on a billboard saying, I'm dramatic. I'm drama. Pick me, pick me, I'm drama, I'm drama. Pick me, I'm drama. I'm not going to pick drama. I pick P. 
peace. And I, that's what I want. I want peace for everybody. Not just me. Not just you. Not just your sister. Not for her boyfriend. I want peace for everybody. Everybody, including the mother and the father of both sides. And congratulations on the marriage, Yasmin. Congratulations. You both deserve each other because you both are the cutest little fucking couple ever. And you ought to get married to each other. And quit lying to people about not getting married because you will. You know? I may not know you, but it looks like you're pretty damn fucking married to Mr. Devin Oliver. <clears throat> and I'm not bashing you. I'm not talking shit to you. I'm not talking shit to nobody. All I'm saying is that, you know, when I met your sister, she was the life of my life. She was the light that I was missing. And through the dark tunnels, I was there. Through ghost, I was there. Through zero, I was there. I was there the whole entire time. And whether you like me or not, well, you can tell me to go fuck myself and I would respect you even more. But you didn't. But you did not. What? Yasmin, you hate me too? Cool. You know what? Just tell it to my face. Say it something. Say something. You, I mean, I understand that you're not going to listen to this. I also understand that you have many people that listen to Cruella. You have many people that listen to Shypees. But once again, I'm not your fucking enemy. Nor will I be your enemy. You know, again, you know, I may not have a lot, but I do speak my mind and I get my point across. And this will fucking move on. Life will move on. And when I see you again, which I promise you, I fucking will meet you again. We will have a discussion of... Go fuck yourself or let's collaborate. It's simple. Fuck you or have a nice day. Or collaborate and join a movement. It's your choice. You can sit behind a fucking camera and, and copy and paste all you want to. Between out there doing what I'm, what I'm about to go do. You know. I gathered all this intel before all this shit happened. I knew exactly what was going on with COVID before you fucking probably did. I knew about COVID. I knew that the Chinese were stirring up shit long time ago. You know how long it takes to make a disease, a pandemic? Do you know how long it takes to make a drug for a pandemic after you fucked everything up? Do you know how long it takes? It takes long after the fucking pandemic's over. Then you have 30 fucking drugs that are there for just COVID. And what are you going to do then? Is COVID going to cure the fucking next cure, the damn next pandemic, or the epidemic? You don't know, but I do. I know what's going to happen next. <laughs> I've done my studies. I've done my research. And for a 42-year-old person that has no mansion, no car, I can get around pretty quickly. I've gotten around by underground. I've gotten around by this and that and the other. I've, I've met some pretty dangerous people in my life. Pretty fucking dangerous. And I'm not scared of anybody. It only takes three seconds to pull a fucking trigger without jamming the gun. 
Anybody will tell you that. Anybody that's been in situations like a drive-by, knife wound, gun wounds, people getting shot in the streets, people, you know, going up to your house and robbing you, coming in doing home invasions. I've seen that shit too. You don't scare me. You and your people do not scare me. You know, I actually wanted to learn about the Muslim culture, learn about Elijah Muhammad. I wanted to go and... And that's my next step, is to go to the Muslim church and learn about the culture and the food and the people and how they view political um, input and output from America. They may not like this. You may not like what I'm about to say, but you know what? I hate to say this, but all religion is connected. Some way, shape, and form. Next, it'll be a religious war. Because that's where we're going next. You think that I don't know what is going on. I do. And I'm highly... And I, and I will say this. Becoming a chef was the hardest thing to do. Because I went to culinary school. I wanted to open up my own restaurant. Slash massage parlor, slash this, slash this, la la la. But it never happened because I was not motivated like I am motivated right now. I have books piling up upon me. I have stuff on the wall and charts and graphs and this and that and the other. And I'm ready. I'm ready to collaborate with major corporations on this. And when I mean by major corporations, I'll give you a first piece. Intel. I have not met Bill Gates, but I will meet him too. I may not have met Zoltan Istvan, but I will meet him too. I may have not met Elon Musk, but I will meet him too. Don't underestimate my drive and passion to go get what the fuck I want. Don't underestimate me because I don't have the things that you do. I don't take life for granted. I don't bother nobody. I don't disrespect nobody. I don't I'm I'm not a hater. So if you want to be a hater, be a hater. If you want to disrespect people, disrespect people. If you don't want to talk to them cuz it's not worth your fucking time, then say it. You shouldn't have text message me you shouldn't have put on these lovely podcastings and stuff from twitch and beyond that if you do not want to get the responses that you wanted to get you like all these likes and everything you like you like twitch and you like instagram you know how about going underground for a moment and what you probably have already done you know i actually really dig your music Devin, Oliver, Mr. Oliver, I actually like your music, Mrs. Yusuf, Yasmin, and Jahan. I really love your music, but you're making it harder for me to just say, well, you know what, you're a has-been. You know, you're a has-been this of yesterday, you know? Give the fucking program, would you? You know, I may not have the upbringing of a mother and father like you did but 
or all three of you, I should say. And again, this is not bashing you whatsoever. This is not disrespecting you. I am telling you that we could have been partners. We could have collaborated. We could have done so many good uses for your wonderful talents and my wonderful talents that we can expose unity. And that's what our government does not like. And singers, songwriters, psychotherapists, psychoanalysts will tell you that, yeah, I'm really passionate about all three of your music, but you don't fucking care. And the book is about to get closed on you and the rest of your music because next it will be hologram time where you will be doing broadcasting from your fucking home and not being able to go to any concerts honey and i hate to say this is when the world does return and it will return you will start seeing more shit coming about more outbreaks more financial losses, people finding jobs. I mean, you don't think this affects you, but it does, honey. It will always affect you and how you treat people because I don't treat people like that. You can come across as the most humble and sweetest heart as you must be, but behind closed door, you're a fucking asshole. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. And, you know, I... I'm no better. I'm a fucking asshole. I'm a jerk. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a lowlife. I'm this and that and the other. I can sit here and talk shit about myself all damn day long. All day. But it ain't gonna get me nowhere. I'm so focused on my project that I don't need nobody. But, you know, Miss Jahan Yusuf, whenever you decide that you want to quit playing stupid and get with the big boys and doing something that's a little bit more... Um, how do you want to say it, progressive, and teaching the world that you don't need to live in hate and fear anymore, and becoming a unity and unified, and helping people not finding that particular way to go and find money. There is other ways, but yet, drugs and sex and prostitution will be around forever. Somebody, please wake up. You know, it's an easy way out. It's soulless. It is a soulless industry. It's because you sell your body. You sell your body without you even noticing it. I did it. I've done it. I've done it before. And it's pretty sad of the life that you have after that. Of the scars, the emotional PTSD, the SCDs, the schizophrenia, the paranoid schizophrenia, the grand delusional schizophrenia, the uh, bipolar, manic depressive, the list goes fucking on. The list and list goes on and on and on. And you're probably saying to yourself, fuck you bitch, shut the fuck up. You don't know shit about her fucking life. Granted, but I do. I do know about your life. I may not be a musician, but I have hung around with musicians, I've dated musicians, and I know exactly how you work and operate. So I don't want to hear any I don't fucking know excuses because you don't know my life. You haven't walked a mile in my shoes, but I walked in yours. Have a good night, the rest of you people. Or the rest of the people, I shouldn't say you people. 
the rest of America and far beyond Great Britain, France, per, uh, uh, Prague, and, you know, Russia. I really pray for everybody. I do. I pray for every single person out there. I pray for their life. I pray for their happiness. I pray for their hopefulness. I pray for them to be unified. I pray for them to stop the fucking police from bashing you. Have a good night. Good evening and welcome to Gypsy Moon's podcast, The Silent Type. Today's segments, I like to focus on family and friends and acquaintances, people that I've met throughout my life. So, as far as family, um, you know, they can say and do whatever they want to because they're so much better than I am. And, you know... The quality of life for them is okay, I guess, for them. My quality of life has just been in, in, a, in a limbo mode because of this whole corona thing. You know, I don't know if I still have employment, which means is I'm not dealing with this very well. I've taken the whole entire time from this coronavirus to be strong and stern and, you know, put my foot down and tell friends and ex-family and whatever, whatnot, to basically fuck off. You know, I, I'm tired of the narcissistic bullshit games that goes along with dysfunctionality. And people pretending to care for you and want something to do with you. Only when it serves them the purpose of them being in control. So I have a lot of that going on. Um, as, again, as I said again, I live with my sister and she's quite controlling OCD. And, um, you know, I'll never do anything that satisfies her to her standards. You know, my niece, she's a a handful, but sometimes even she gets on my nerves because, you know, she doesn't listen or doesn't pay attention and, you know, occasionally invades my privacy, but that's what nieces do. Um, my sister care less about how I think or how I feel, and this is the baby that I'm living with. This kid is so fucking spoiled. So spoiled that, you know, she doesn't get her way. She has to throw a fit. And, you know, she's grumpy and moody. And, you know, I couldn't imagine what her life is like being a nurse, only working two days a week. My life, I've had jobs and kept employment and... You know, I've been a little bitchy and moody here, like all women are. I'm not really in involved with their lives. You know, I keep my life very private because it's my fucking life and I want to keep it private. And I hope that some of you younger viewers can understand the respect for privacy. And, you know... I've never had anybody be there for me to hold 
to hold my hand or say everything is going to be okay. I don't know if this is good news or bad news, but I have just let go of everybody because it no longer serves me a purpose to try to work things out with people because they don't know how to talk. And my sister is one of those. I don't want to speak to her because of how she fucking treats me. And that's a, another person that I'm, you know... I mean, that's a, that's like the same behavior that I met in this one person. Even though I have not talked to her in less, less than a fucking year or whatever it might have been. A couple months or something like that. You know, she's been in the back of my head more than repetitive. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I did anything to her that was stirring the fact the way that you know, that this was never going to work out because of lack of communication and putting effort into something that, you know, you could tell somebody easily to go fuck themselves or I don't want nothing to do with you anymore. You know, it would have been simple if you just been straight the fuck forward instead of playing games. As far as family, why even be wish-washy? When you have your friends around, you have your people around, but I'm not allowed to bring anybody over. That's why I cut everybody the fuck off. I don't need people's drama, and I don't need people's bullshit. And yes, I am upset, but I keep moving forward like I'm supposed to. And that's what most people need to start doing is realizing what the fuck is surrounding you and doesn't serve a purpose and you need to get the fuck rid of it. I don't want nothing to do with anybody who is negative in my life. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care about your words because your words mean dick to me. They don't mean nothing because you still haven't said a fucking word. And this whole thing about, you know, I'm supposed to be opening up to people, letting people in my life. And, you know, um, I try to be happy every single day. I try. It doesn't always happen. But I try. I try every single day to try to be happy. And one thing will just set me off. Because, you know, um, I just... I just don't have the patience for bullshit anymore. You know, you come to me, you better come correct. Don't ask me the same fucking stupid question four or five different times and expect me to have the same correct answer every time. Don't expect me to be nice every single fucking time that you ask a stupid fucking question when you already know the damn answer to it. Don't ask the same question if you don't want me to raise my voice and tell you this is what the fuck it is. Don't think that because you make more money than I am that you're better of a fucking person than I am. You know, we're all in the same fucking boat together. All of us, whether you like it or not. And some people make the choice to either 
you know, talk about it and get it off your chest and be done with it and move the fuck on. Me, it takes me a little longer because sometimes I don't want to believe that it's over. But I think some things are becoming a closure to an end. And I have to move on to different and bigger and better things. And when somebody tells me that I am fucking lazy and a no good piece of shit. How about this? No good lazy piece of shit sits in her room and creates a fucking app that could change the damn world. And, you know, when you're creating something that is so powerful and sends a message that, yes, you know, we should have a second response system to helping people, you know, having better health care and having, having mental health to treat people who have mental disabilities. And I cannot stress it enough because I suffer from PTSD, which my sister creates so badly on me that I want to wring her fucking neck. But I look at her and I think of the problems that she may be facing and I put myself in her position because I may not know how she's feeling because she doesn't fucking talk. She never talks. Ever. And I'm, I'm expected to, you know, perform fucking miracles around her. And I'm sorry this sounds really negative, but this is on my mind lately. And, you know, trying to be happy and, and, and <clears throat> facing the consequences from, you know, being mean or... You know, being angry is probably is going to keep me away from those who do not fucking believe in me. Because I don't see her saying, oh, hi, how was your day? You know, uh, um, you know, is there anything I can do? Can we talk or anything like that? Can we go hang out? No, she acts different around her fucking boyfriend all the damn time. And and how, how can you tell me this? She has a man who pays for everything. Is that not a sugar daddy or a boyfriend? <clears throat> you make the distinct of that. It could just be a friend that wants friends with benefits. I don't fucking care. But when you lie to me and you lie to me so many different times and you lie and you lie and you lie and you cannot stand the side of me, you fucking hate me. And that's how I feel towards my family members. You fucking hate me? Okay, good. You know, uh, granted that I live in this house with her, she could probably throw me out on the street anytime she wants, but guess what? Without my income, she would probably be screwed because her boyfriend wouldn't be able to fucking handle all the damn bills from her. She's a high-maintenance woman. Very high-maintenance, high-strung out she needs to go seek some fucking therapy. And so do I. Living with her, dealing with all this fucking shit that's going on in my life. My sister has a brain tumor. And so, you know, she can handle it. She's this very strong woman and I have nothing bad to say about her. Other than the fact that none of my family, family members don't want nothing to do with me because I speak the fucking truth. I speak all truths. And my truth is, I'm tired of this shit. You fuckers need to start waking the fuck up and telling people the truth. 
setting an example of positivity and strength and, and learning how to be there for one another instead of being a fucking manipulative, narcissistic liars. And for the other person that I'm talking about, what is your problem? What's your problem? Do you not want to speak to me? You know, you're, it's like saying, okay, well, I just don't want to deal with you no more. You know, what is your problem with me? You know, do you have a problem with me? Can you not speak and say something? Your words are very silent, but I get the fucking message. I'm not good enough for you, and you're not good enough for me. So let's cut the fucking bullshit and cut all ties. You know, you haven't called, you haven't text message. You know, I was expecting to to have some coffee talk and, and to work through our differences if we had any, if you wanted to, or whatever's going on beyond your head. I still don't know. And I still won't know because you haven't opened up. And yes, it takes me a while for me to open up. And I opened up to you about a year ago. You know, I started telling you some things about my life. And yet, nothing. You know, I've complimented you. I've said some really beautiful messages to you. And nothing. I've said this and that and the other and nothing. I've sent hearts and loves and messages and fucking nothing. Is this the way you are? Because you're starting to sound like my fucking sister over here. I don't know if it's a control thing or it's because you want a fast-paced living girlfriend or a hoe. I ain't one of them. You know, I'm tired of the bullshit. You know, I want to live in peace and damn it, I will fucking get my peace because I deserve it. Regardless if I live in a fucking $30 million mansion or being out in the streets, being fucking homeless and eating shrubs off the fucking tree. At least I know that I am happy and I don't have to put up with fucking stressful negative fucking Nancy's. And I'm sorry that this podcast is negative. I'm really sorry. But, you know, I don't have people to speak to about this shit. And it's been bottling up for me on the inside for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Then I have not said one fucking word about it. One word. Since this whole corona thing happened, the riots, everything like that, I have not said one thing that I feel, and now I'm saying something that I feel, you know, I will say this on a light note of positivity. I wish people could stand up and say, I'm sorry and, and have the decency to walk up to someone and say, I know you're in pain. Let me help you. But nothing. I can't imagine, you know, being alone and being sad versus being alone and being fucking happy. And I'm trying to get to the happy point. And when, you know, certain things are 
disruptive of my happiness, sometimes I have to speak the truth. And the truth is, is if you do not want nothing to do with me, do not fucking make the effort and say nothing to me. You know, you're just as good as they are, a narcissistic fucking asshole. And I'm not going to put up with it. I will be alone for the rest of my life knowing the fact that I have given it my all. I have been patient. I have been, you know, understanding. I have listened to the fucking drama. I have listened to this and that and the other. But now you're going to listen to me. You know, for all the people that are following this podcasting, I'm sorry, but now you know what I deal with. <clears throat> and I'm no better because I have issues myself. The issues that I'm having problem with is this whole entire, uh, you know, let's stand together, work together, and, and live in harmony. That I can deal with. But when you're constantly... You know, being backstabbed for whatever, whatever else reasons there is. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you just hurt that person? Why would you do something like that? Knowing the fact that their feelings may be involved in this and you know. And this is not a fucking mind game for one of you. This is not a damn mind game. I'm tired of the bullshit. Quit playing fucking mind games. Second of all is that, you know, and despite of being positivity, there I can't be positive all the time. You know, it's just some things are meant to be heard and said because you need to hear what I'm going through. You know, for all my viewers out there, I appreciate everything that you have subscribed, liked, and you know, paid attention to and listened to, because maybe it reflects in your life. You know, how how people treat you and how family, you know, they may not like you. They may hate you. They may not you. They may not want to be around you. They may not want to live with you because, you know, they're in control. Control, 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 control. Everything in America and people is about control. Why don't you let some of that fucking anger and that control be over with? You'd be a happier person. And I have to learn to let it go as well. Because now I've let it consume my life. And every time that somebody asks me, you know, something that is like, you know, where do you get off telling me this shit? You know, you don't listen to me. You don't give a shit. Then why the fuck do you ask questions? Don't bother asking me any questions if you don't want to know the answers. You know? And... I try to love myself every day. And I'm going to go back and forth and back and forth. So try to keep up. I try to love myself every single day for all the beautiful talents that I have to offer the universe and other people that may need help. And I offer my services to help people in times of uncertainty. And, you know... 
And however this message receives inside your head, don't play fucking mind games with people. Don't hurt people because you have so much more than anybody else. Don't hurt people because you feel like you need to. Don't hurt people because it makes you feel good. Don't hurt people because you're only hurting yourself and your self-esteem. You think you're fucking better than everybody else? And I have to tell my sister this sometimes. You think you're better than I am? You may have everything that you've ever fucking wanted because somebody gave it to you. Somebody. Somebody gave it to you. You went out and earned the money and a job that you fucking hate all the damn time. I try to look over every possible detail because I don't want to miss a beat. And I don't want to miss, you know, unmixed messages. But I'm receiving a lot of mixed messages from everybody. And who knows? I may be tripping, but I seriously doubt that shit because I ain't tripping. You know, the only thing I'm tripping about is people's fucking negative behavior and negative outlook on life. You know, I would go out and give the shirt off my back to make someone fucking happy. Could you do the fucking same? No. Could you? Possibly. Could you? Yes, I would. You know, because that's the kind of person I am. Don't take the kindness for weakness because there's a demon on the inside that's waiting to get the fuck out. And she's the evil one. Evil bitch. Really evil. And I have put her away. But the more people keep on trying to piss me off, that evil bitch comes out and says, Oh, no, no, no. Don't do that. You've, you know, you gave him your power. And I'm not giving anybody my power, but I am saying this. You know, you may think that you stole my power, but you haven't. You may think that I'm sad over you. Sure. But that doesn't mean that you consume my life on a daily basis to where I want to fucking go and commit suicide. Not going to happen. And you think that maybe, maybe, maybe you could straighten this shit out. Maybe I wouldn't be talking like this all fucking psycho and crazy. Because in the, in the in-law and in, in the, in the long run, you know... I probably am going to look like the angry bitch because I've been holding it way too long inside and never spoke about it. But now I'm speaking about it. I'm done. I can't deal with this shit no more. I am done. I am done pleasing others. I am done pleasing my family. I'm done pleasing with acquaintances, friends, and all that shit. I don't need to... I don't need to please nobody. The only person I need to please is my fucking self. Me, myself, and I. And if that means that I will be alone for the rest of my life, so be it. I don't have anybody. Nobody. Nobody in my life. No one. I am single until I am dead. Until I am one foot in the gutter. You get me? You feel me? You better recognize me because I don't fuck around with stupid ass people. You, on the other hand, I don't know what the hell your problem is. I really don't. And I'm going to have to just say I'm going to cut everybody the fuck off. Even 
my sister downstairs. I'm going to have to just cut all the feelings towards her off. I'm going to have to isolate myself and never say a fucking word to nobody. It's all about business and I have to achieve my goals because nobody else will do it for me. I am not going to, I'm not going to, you know, take anything back and have no regrets about anything I fucking say because in the long run, are you going to fucking understand? You're not going to understand me. Nobody will until you fucking live my life, which you don't. Nobody lives anybody else's life. Nobody. Instagram, Twitter, and all that fucking shit. I say my piece on there, and that's it. I say things that are, you know, wake up, fucking sheep people. See the shit around you, and you think your fucking life is bad. Somebody else has got ten times worse than you do. You know, be thankful and have gratitude towards people. What is wrong with America not having gratitude towards others? I'm still trying to wrap my head around why people got to treat other people like dog shit. I don't get it. Why do you have to treat people like fucking dogs? Why do you feel that, you know, when you treat somebody like shit, that you're just like, ah, ha, 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 I don't know what her problem is, but ha, 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 I'm so much better than her, ha, 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 yeah, okay, cool, you know what, I live and die by my truth, and you know what, I've been set free of all fucking other burdens in my life, but this is one that has stuck near me, around me, inside me, and near, and, and in my head, you know, please stay the fuck away from my head, don't come near me. Don't say a fucking word to me like you never have, you know, and I don't give a fuck. I, I ruined a lot of chances with you, but oh, well, you know, I'm not going to stay here and not know what the fuck's going to happen to me. I will make big moves. I will complete everything that I have been set out to do, and I have no fear of being by myself. I am perfectly fine by myself. And for somebody to come in and say, you know, this and that and the other, you know, this and that, and blah, 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 you know, go fuck yourself. Bye. You know, don't deal with me. Don't fucking, don't take an interest to me. Okay. I'm speaking the truth. You know, I'm a nice individual. I am very pleasant. And I'm, uh, you know, I just don't like my shit getting fucked with. And this whole thing right now, with people trying to fuck with me and fuck with my good nature is not good. I have been patient. I have been very completely understanding. I have not said much, but now I am going to talk. So let's talk. Okay, guess what? I am sorry that I'm not you. I am sorry that I can't be you. I am sorry that my world and your world will never intertwine. I am sorry that you and the rest of your clique is happy hunky-dory. Um, I am sorry that I chose the profession of being a fucking chef. I am sorry that you take everything that I probably say fucking personally. I'm sorry that I am, am not what you're looking for. 
I am not a fucking supermodel. And, you know, maybe this may turn off my viewers, but please and try to understand that maybe you all feel the same way I do or different views and different political standpoints. But I am fucking tired of the bullshit. If you want to come with me with perfect honesty, then we can move forward. If you want to come across and say, I'm sorry, let's, can we start all over again? Okay, I'm okay with starting all over again. I am okay with new beginnings. I am okay with change. <clears throat> I am okay with starting something that is unheard of or unfamiliar waters. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with doing something that's a little out of scope for my practice. I'm okay with new adjustments. What I'm not okay with is control and abuse. And my sister is a good example of all of that. Good example. Abusive, neglective, shitty fucking human being to be around. I don't like her. I don't like anything about her anymore. She's an ugly person to me. Even though I love her, it's just like she's an ugly person to me. Now, when you decide that you want to come back around... Just make sure that you listen to this and you know exactly where I'm coming from. Because from here on out, I will post no more negative bullshit. I will post no more negative thoughts crawling inside my head and is waiting to get to the surface. Because I don't want to disrespect my viewers. I don't want to make them feel like they have to worry for me. Because I, like I said, I'm perfectly fine. I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever's going to come to me. I have opened, I have opened up my heart to different opportunities. And what I mean by different opportunities, I meant by money and wealth. Money is the root of all evil and we all have to survive by it. But I am open to different opportunities and new beginnings. <laughs> because... You know, there there's thousands of ways to go and make money. But the one thing that I will not do is go do the things that will, will uh, you know, destroy your human and your soul. Um, there has been certain things in my past that has triggered a lot of this stuff. And I've learned to let that go. This has been a big transformation for me. A huge and I've never spoken about this ever because nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit about somebody who you call psychopaths or who you call, you know, liars or pieces of shit or whatever names you got going on. You know, if you want to remember me the way that you met me, the nice individual that said what she said to you and... And I try to give people the benefit of the doubt all the time. I try to be humble. I try to be nice to people. And people just like are just so undermining. And whatever plans you got going on, well, you can keep those plans to yourself. Because, you know, when you come correct with me, you say, I'm sorry. Can we talk? I'm sorry. Can we, can we squash all this stuff from the past? Sure. Like I said, I'm waiting for the new beginning to come along. 
And once I get rid of this shit tonight, I don't want to go back to the things that I had yesterday or the day before that. My life will change every single fucking day. And I mean it. My life will change, but I will not have the same people in my life. I will be alone for that matter because I am tired of the dishonesty of people. I'm tired of the narcissistic behavior. Not only do I have to deal with one Virgo, another Virgo, and another fucking Virgo, a Taurus, and and another whatever the hell this other person is. You know, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And I don't want nothing to do with people who hate me because, you know, um, I've had more struggles in my life than what most people have had. I have had so much disappointment and then I've had a lot of greatness in my life. And I've done all the great things by myself and only by myself. You know, I when I meet people... I don't meet them just to fuck with them. I meet them because they are something special to me. And they have wonderful gifts. They have wonderful uh, experiences to share with the world. They have wonderful experiences to help people prosper. And to learn how to, you know, learn a different way than what they've already been taught. You know, I hope... (laughs) That however this message um, plays in your head, please, please, for the love of God, don't take it personally. Don't take anything I say personally. I am venting because I have no one to vent to because no one will listen. And that's a big issue for somebody, you know, that... Keeps everything inside their head. Keeps all the thoughts inside their body. Does not express a word to nobody. So this is the first, the second time I've said this. Or the second time I've, I've broadcasted something like this. And all the other ones have been really positive and, and musical. And, you know, decriminalizing our justice system. And... Frying the sons of bitches that keep on murdering people. I mean, what more do you want? Do you want me to just come up with a million dollars and throw it in your face and say, Oh, here you go. Here's the world for you. That's okay. You didn't have to work for nothing. You don't have to work for shit. You know? Eh, it's okay. You know, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. No, it's not cool. When you hurt somebody else's feelings, it's not fucking cool at all. When you hurt somebody's feelings because you're better than everybody else, it's not cool. When you think you are so much better because you're driving around in in a Denali or a fucking Mercedes-Benz or anything like that, that just shows that you're just in more in debt every day. You're in debt, 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 debt. I'm not in debt. I'm the only person I'm in debt is with myself. And I owe it to myself to get out of that debt. And that's exactly what I'm doing. By changing and changing and evolving and changing and changing and changing and evolving. And some people are going to say, when is this bitch going to ever shut the fuck up? I'm not. I will never shut up. I won't shut up. I will continue to speak a truth. And justice. Because justice needs to get served in all different realms of life. And as far as attitude and, and, appear, and um, you know, how you present yourself. 
because I say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Who the fuck does that anymore? I say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. I open doors for people that I don't even know. I take part in things that that are not even in my scope of practice or anything like that. I take part in, in human lives because human lives all matter. We all matter in some shape, way, or form. You know, we all matter. We all matter. Let me get this clear again. We all matter in some way, shape, and form. We all do the thing of walking into somebody's house and saying, hi, you know, I want to go sell you something. Walking into a business, hi. And this is how the first impressions are. If you want to come off rude, come off fucking rude. But nobody's going to want to fucking deal with you. Nobody's going to want to talk to you. And I'm not rude to people. People are very rude and disrespectful to me. And I sit here and, and I shouldn't say sit here. I allow it to bother me. And now I'm not going to bother it. I'm not going to bother the energy of it. I don't want to bother the, 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 uh, the words that are speaking out of the mouth. I don't want to bother with it no more. So everything that anybody has ever told me has been a fucking lie. Everybody. And I don't care who you are. Like I said, you can be the biggest millionaire in the fucking world and you could just have the shittiest fucking personality. You can be nice to someone's face and then talk shit behind their back. Which one are you? But once again, I still come with respect. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. How hard is that to grasp? When you're meeting people, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, thank you. Thank you for coming to my concert. Thank you. Thank you for investing my music. Thank you for investing in this. Thank you for investing in me the way that I'm about to invest into you. You invested all this time into somebody and they show you dick. They show you nothing. You go out and you buy a package from them. You go out and buy an album from them. You go out and buy the self-help fucking programs and all this other crap. But do you ever receive a thank you other than the letter that someone else makes up to sound polite like you're a polite person knowing the fact that you're a fucking asshole? You know, get a grip. I've gotten a grip. You know, I've been stuck. In, in, a, in a holding pattern of learning to let go. And now I'm about to let the fuck go. So my next segment will be a lot more happier. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be so negative. But I, I don't know any other way to put that. I, I probably should not be posting anymore on Instagram or Twitter because I don't even spend that much time on there maybe 15 minutes a week that's it maybe I should spend less time on there maybe I should just you know cut every ties that I have off so I don't have to be bored by the simple fact of getting you know getting disappointed in people because people are big disappointments once they get the big ego on top of their heads you know, and that has to do with family too. 
You know, whether I have to be mean to people because I'm tired of being nice. I will be nice to you until you until you push me to being mean. And right now, I sound a little mean, and I don't mean to disrespect any one of my viewers, and I love you all. And I think you all are brilliant people, all of you, every single one of you, whoever's staying in touch from Great Britain to, you know, Panama to Puerto Rico, for all my viewers, please try and understand that I have not spoken like this in weeks and months. And so I apologize, but now you can cheer for me as I'm about to raise a glass for you. Have a good night. Good afternoon and welcome to Anchor. Today's podcast will be about loving humans. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I'm still trying to understand why I love this human. I'm still trying to figure out how to let her go, too. I'm still trying to figure out why she never said what she said to me. I'm still trying to figure out why she didn't say what she said when she met me. Um... Some parts I can understand from her, but she's a big mystery glob of unresolved paint to paint. Um, you know, I've spent some time just trying to um, not pay attention to this one. Um, she bothers me a lot. She really does bother me. And... I've grown f quite fond of her, even though she's a narcissistic asshole. And she's got some issues with control and having um, codependent issues. I've taken some time to just not say anything. And, you know, I'm not the norm. I don't follow people. I don't follow people on Instagram for... You know, just to go and like on their picture all the time. That's, I mean, that's what I did back in the days, you know, a little months ago. And when I first met this person, she just lights up any sky at the night. But, you know, I feel like she's on her own journey. And it was hard to let her go. And she didn't say anything, not one word. She just ghosted me. And it was a blessing in disguise because I don't have any clue of what she is doing other than focusing on her work. And I'm sure it's hard for her because, you know, we're in COVID and we have a pandemic and masquerade balls, dead pools of blood everywhere. And, you know, I, I try to be positive. Try to have a, you know, a grounded nature. Um, so sarcastic, really. Nobody seems to understand the, the true gypsy moon. The true drifter and wanderer in the universe. I've made my foot ground. Or actually, I should say that I built the steel wall. 
So when you're ready to knock, knock at the door. Make sure that you have all of you with you and no nothing nothing that will drag our our lives to be together to be together in the positive and loving way that it should be. The difference between you and I is maybe culture or upbringing. Um, you're a hustler and so am I. I'm a workaholic and so are you. We like the same things. We do. We really do. You know, you're into spirituality. You're, you're into music. You like to write. You like to draw. You like probably walks and picnics and stuff like that and so whatnot. And, you know, having your beers and smoking your pot and whatever. And, you know, being the being with the universe gave you the gifts to, you know, be the person you are. <clears throat> but when you met me, you really fucked up. You you messed up. You messed up because I'm not some little girly girl that you meet and you can take advantage of. I'm not that one. Second of all is you don't treat me like that because I've done nothing but be nice to you. And another person that I'm not going to mention because of their reputation. Um, but I respect them. I don't respect their personalities because of the way that they treated me as an individual. And when I give somebody my attention, I want it back. You know, I deserve it and I want it back. Because I actually paid attention to even go out and do this and that just to see you or to even meet you. I did something to maybe contribute to, you know, investing in you and you just like throw it back in my fucking face like it's nothing. But that's okay because you're adolescent and I'm an adult. I've already had one of you and, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that if you're going to be selfish towards people, just tell them, fuck off, I don't want nothing to do with you. You know, I don't come across like this very often, but this kind of really bugs me. When you meet people and you show them some love, attention, and support, like, you know, like we all need to, like, show the love, spread love, and stuff like that. And, you know, I I hear you say it. I, I see your messages that you say that. But do you ever show the love? Do you ever, like, say, hey, you know what? I want to talk to this person. This person may have something that... I may want to get to know or even try to, you know, uh, produce a conversation or, or even come in contact with somebody new. Are you up for that? Are you, are you just a pussy? I don't get it. You know, are you a champ or are you a chump? You know, don't run away from me because I ain't running away from you. I'm coming closer to you, honey. You know, you may live in California and this and that and the other and I may be in New Mexico but, you know, there's always a Zumo, a Duo, there's Skype, and I know you already told me to fuck off. I don't know how much you need to tell me to fuck off, or do you? I don't get you. You know, you don't say nothing. Do you not know how to speak very well? I mean, there's only one sentences between our conversations. Did, were you not into me? Was I too old for you? Um, I, and I'm not looking for your fucking approval either, you know? When I'm when I met you, you blew me away. I thought you were the fucking world and beyond, and the emperor, and the pharaoh, and all this other shit. But are you? 
That's how many masks you hold to your face? Well, how about treating somebody with dignity and respect and showing the real mask of you? You have a problem with you. You need to grow and, and suck it up and say, fuck the past and move the fuck forward. You know, I've sent you messages. I've sent you plenty of messages. And you you probably are just looking at them going, well, this makes sense and this, that, and the other. You know, uh, I don't give a shit about your, I mean, the color or the race issue. I don't care because we still bleed blood. When will you get that through your head? That there's love and then there's blood. There's love and there's hate. There's destruction, which is black. And red is the color of love and, and the color of peacefulness, which is the earth. The earth shows you love by providing air for you. And you grow plants, so you show the earth love. Is that what your motive is? Just to give yourself to the earth? Tell me. I can handle anything. And if you tell me to fuck off, then I'll respect you and leave you alone. But you don't. You don't say shit to me. You know, what the fuck did I want to meet you for? Why did I meet you? What was the point of meeting you other than I said I was going to meet you? Because I understood what you you needed to work on. And I worked on a lot of shit. I'm all about focusing on my project. And therefore, I've devoted my whole entire rest of my life to my project. There you go. There is no human being that will ever come near to what I'm doing. There will be no human that can compare to fixing problems that America and the rest of the world do not want to fix. You and the rest of the world need to take an inner reflection to yourself and go get some seeking some help. Seek some help. I did. I seeked help. I've gotten messages and now I'm blocked from wanting or ever feeling somebody ever to love me ever again. Because you all are the same. Conniving fucking hypocritical beaters, abusive people, narcissistic fucking assholes that I do not want to deal with. If you come correct, you come with love and peace. And you come with like you got some some kind of balls coming near me. Because I'm a simple person, but I do not deserve to get treated like that. Other people, I can understand. Other people, I can totally come on their level but yours yours is way the fuck somewhere in in I don't know whereville you know you don't like me that's fine just say it but why you know you surround yourself with a lot of people you're very popular people love you and people want something to do with you because you're well known you're a you're a hit you're you people want to hang out with you and be with you and fuck you and date you and masturbate to you and all this other shit, but I don't. I actually wanted to get to know your inner self, your soul self, your your person self, your mind self, everything about yourself. But you think that, you know, being that you're a dog and you have a player personality or you're an isolated person that takes shit and fucking goes with it for years and doesn't evolve in no way, shape, or form. I don't know how you are. And you should have said something to me. 
Because now you probably listen to my voice and say, fuck, I'm an asshole. Fuck, I fucked up, you know. I feel like such a fucking jerk. Well, you shouldn't have ever done that to me. Like I said, I can understand that from a lot of people. If people say that they're straight up a fucking asshole, I can be a cunt. Let's go with the name calling. Let's go with the, uh, you know, the behavior of, okay, well, I have no business wanting to meet her. Okay, great. And then you should have just walked the fuck away from me. And, but, you know, in all reality, I'm going to tell you the other flip side to this. There's a flip side to that. You know, as much as I hate you, as much as I'm going to say I love you. Because, you know, you don't know any better. You don't know about my kind. You don't know about how I grew up. You don't know anything about my life. You know nothing about me. I'm not a fucking celebrity. I don't, I don't, I don't wear Gucci made shit. Okay, I'm not a flashy, flashy, creme de la creme and fucking John Paul Gaultier kind of girl. I'm a simple person, very simple. And I don't need a lot of bullshit in my fucking life to, to justify who the fuck I am. You know, I'm a down to earth kind of person that enjoys life, peace, prosperity, and I like to work hard, but I take breaks. I work my ass off. I really do. And, you know, for someone to to say, well, okay, well, let's try to make a difference together. That's the message I was trying to get across to you and you and the other person. You don't think that I'm just, okay, well, you know, you're this and that and the other. Shit, I don't even fucking view you as that. I thought we could join forces. And join forces to to change how people think in, in America. And maybe have some positive influence. Power of in, impact and positive, 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 positive. Just being positive. And sometimes it does get hard to be positive all the time because you have people that are constantly just being an asshole all the time and being mean and being rude, you know, and if you don't like me, if you don't have no respect for me, if you don't want to ever talk to me, I hope to God that I never meet you again because then I'll have words for you, but you know, there's a loving side to this. When I said that I hope I never get to meet you again, it's because I will be so disappointed in the person that that I see you now as. Because you have not said one word. And by saying not one word is not by saying that I have to fucking do it. That just means, okay, well, do you not want to talk to me? I mean, did I, what did I do to you? What did I, I mean, did I say that I like the movie Faces of Fucking Death? Is that what that was? So, Faces of Death was a documentary of things that were being filmed across the world that really, uh, that were, um, you know, sick shit. And it was based at, in the 1980s and 90s. And it, it was some of the sickest stuff that I ever seen. So you said you like horror movies. You saw The Sixth Sense. <laughs> okay. That means to tell me that you're not really into horror movies anymore. I mean, maybe when you were touring or whatever on the bus. And I don't know if you still like that stuff now. But I, I do feel a strong connection with you. But I have to keep you on this big wall until you 
decide to put on your big girl panties and get the cob out of your asshole because you have the cob up your ass and you don't know um, how I mean do you really know the path that do you want to stay to be a singer be a singer glad glad to know that okay but there's probably the other side of you that says should I stay or should I go and you already made your decisions in the beginning of how you treated me and now you know I don't post that much I don't say much and I speak my truth because whether people don't like me or not, people are always not going to like me or not. I don't care. You know, but I do speak my truth. And, and like I said, no one else will ever do. No one. And my heart does have room for you. But, you know, as far as right now, I'm putting you on the big ass back burner in the fucking doghouse. You know, and I'm sure I'm the same for you. You know, and I thought that if you could have just grew, grown up a little bit, then you could have just, you know, came a little bit more. But you didn't. What, I mean, you knew it was going to be like this long thing, and I only met you one time. But you were talking to me like, okay, well, this might be an actual person that I can get to know and talk to. And and learn something about you like we all need to learn from each other and love each other. Like I kept on saying, you need to start learning to love people that, I mean, what's, what's the harm in, in, you know, getting to know a perfect stranger or a pen pal? Or something like that. Are you scared? You know, talking a big bad game doesn't roll in my book. You want to act? Let's act. Let's act upon it. I'll act on it too. You know, you want to talk to me? I want to talk to you. That's fine. I'm willing to talk to you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm not with anybody. I'm not talking to anybody else. You know, I know you probably got jealous because I was talking to one of your friends. And I know what happened. I know what I need to know. Okay, your friends may not even like me, but who cares? Because I don't even know any of your friends. That probably what you tell them is either good or bad things, and you're wanting advice. Okay, I don't have no friends because guess what? Every person I fucking met has been a liar, a narcissistic fucking joke. I know you're not a joke, and I know you have a lot of love, and I know you're focused on your fucking music. So don't think I don't know who in the fuck you are, little Miss Pharaoh. Oh, I'm sorry, not little, tall Miss Pharaoh. You know, you've been everywhere. You've been all over the place, and it would have been good to team up with you to stop this problem with sex trafficking. But no! You don't want to get involved in that shit, too. You know? Using using something else that maybe you don't know anything about, but it is out there right under your fucking nose. You live in California. It goes everywhere. It's all over California. All over. And I thought we could team up. Because you know more about California than I do. I thought we could be a dynamic duo. Or triple. Or have, have a, you know... Uh, 
um, a unique concept to fight crime and to make our streets a lot safer. But you don't want shit to do with that either, now do you? You know, you can be a coward, and but, you know, I'm not a vigilante because guess what? I can't go around killing people. I can't go around doing that. I do not, I'm not immune to that. I can't get asylum for that. You know, I have to ask the courts why I would want to go out and kill the bad people. Wake up. And I think you know who I'm talking about. You better wake up, little sister, because things in your area is not going to go so good. You have fires and earthquakes in your neighborhood. And I'm worried about you. And I know you have a lot of stress. I know you have an anxiety with all the shit that's going on. You know, but please do yourself a favor. If you want somebody that is, that understands, that can communicate with you, that can, um, you know, just listen to you and your problems. Because we all need somebody that's a little different just to speak to. And I speak to people every single day, whether it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever. Who do you think you are? If you lost, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to understand what part of do you know how to survive without everything else? Do you know how to do? Do you know how to camp, fish, hunt? Do you know how to trap? Do you know how to survive in, in all four seasons up in the mountains? Do you know what berries to eat? Do you know what trees to eat? Do you know what to look for? Do you know how to set traps for killing animals? And I am not, I, I don't like killing animals. I don't. So, but I still know how to hunt. And it's, I thought that you and I <clears throat> and the rest of the tribe, whatever tribe that might be to you or to me or whatever, could go and you learn about how to make survival courses for the people that when it's time to go, that they know how to survive and go to places that are safe underground. And <clears throat> you and I could build a team of friendship, a romance, a, a love, a partnership, a marriage, a, a wife and a husband, a husband and wife. And what I meant by husband is wife, husband, you know. You're like the man and the woman and the woman and the man all the time. But you're all female. See, that's what I don't get also. You're a boyfriend. You're a husband. You're a, uh, you know, what are you? Are you a divorcee? Are you married? What What the fuck are you? I mean, you know, you, is it comedy hour all the time between you two? Is it comedy hour now? I mean, you know, all this racial tension and stuff like that and, and police, you know, not having or serving justice for all the people that have been murdered by cops. I mean, you know, now we're on a roll. Now we're on a roll just to get all these cops fucking fired. Get them all fired. I hope they debug or decriminalize fucking cops so we can all go to anarchy. Is that what we want? Do we all kill each other? I don't get it. Do you, I mean, is, is this a, is this a solution or is it a problem or what, I mean, you know, talk to me. Do you not know how to talk? Can you please talk? 
And don't say fucking one word, because I'm just going to be like, okay, time to hang up the phone. Don't, don't do that. I'm trying to be real here with you. And this is the only way that I can text message you, because I know you have someone else probably looking at your fucking text messages, or whatever, what not. I may not know who, male or female, that you may be with, because it seems to me that you love pussy, but you don't really, you you don't, you, your, your life is pretty, um, uh, well, not out in the open. You're a very private person like I am. So, for the record, I don't date men. Okay? Second of all, my kid's grown. So, yes, I did date a guy when I was younger. And third of all, you know, it doesn't matter what I did in my past. It's what I do now that makes all the difference. I know my messages because I get them every day. Today, it was telling me to relax for the next couple of days because I'm taking on this huge project. And I'm writing. I'm creating books. I'm doing my podcasts. I'm, I'm creating my own empire by the mic, for the mic, and, and to the American public as the last resort of a survival guide to survive. Goodbye. Good afternoon and welcome. <clears throat> To the Corona Chronicles, on Gypsy Moon speaking. Today <clears throat> is probably the first day for everybody, or even before that, getting out to the beaches, enjoying the sun, camping, fishing, other activities to do outside. <clears throat> but now I'm reporting from my four walls. And thank you for following me or listening to my commentaries. Like I said, I guess <clears throat> that social media is a way to make money. I guess I was th- not thinking very clear. <clears throat> Anyhow. <clears throat> my last segment, I was kind of in the negative. And I said some pretty odd things, but if you understand what menopause is, you'll understand that don't take it offense. Just don't. Um, For others, I meant what I said. You're out of my life for good. And I have to do this I'm tired of paying the dues I'm tired of paying the debt of being reminded of by you and I'm not talking about the one person that's my soulmate I'm talking about the one person that really fucked up my life for for sure for the rest of my life um you are the worst right now to me and I've gotten rid of you so I hope you and your wife are happy and you don't think about me and I'm proud of you for hating me so there I finally said it as far as the other person you can take this message how it is 
You will always be my soulmate. You're my twin flame. <clears throat> You're the one that understands weirdness and the alienated life. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you're hearing this, but if you do come across this, I wish you well. <clears throat> and we will meet again. I know we will. Um, it's not that I'm being cocky. I meet, I met you for a reason, <clears throat> just like anybody else. I met you for a reason to learn something, and we're all learning from each other. Hopefully, I think we are, um, but um, this speaking to the mic has hopefully um, helped some people through this <coughs> isolation <clears throat> not everybody knows how to deal with being isolated <clears throat> from the world but I'm a homebody I don't I don't go anywhere I don't I meet people but I just don't date anybody I don't <clears throat> I don't sleep with anybody I don't I'm just kind of by myself for a while <clears throat> till the right person comes around. But for my soulmate, you and I are, I don't know if we're on the same page or not, you <clears throat> are married to your work, and so am I. But eventually, you will make a decision, and I've made mine. I have to keep moving forward just like the rest of us. <clears throat> my job, I my current position is probably going to change. And I may have to make some measures to find something else to <clears throat> go and discover. Anyhow, but... I want to send this message to you. I <clears throat> I said that I would never support you, and that's a lie, because I do support you. Um, <clears throat> I was just mad, because that was yesterday, and today is today. Yesterday, and I'll bring up one more thing from yesterday. Yesterday, my niece came up and asked me, you remember yesterday when you did this, nah, niece, nah, niece, nah, and I said, yeah, but that was yesterday, today is today. Well, what's the difference? I said, 15 hours ago. Well, why? I said, because 15 hours ago, I was like that. 15 hours from now, I'm not going to be like that. People change. Well, how? Because you have to learn to evolve away from situations and energies so you <clears throat> can be the bigger person and walk away from stupidity and words and whatever clashes. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's quite an amazing new chapter for my life. Um, I will eventually move away from my sister. I will, eventually. 
um, later on down the road, and <clears throat> I am getting closer to wrapping up the second stages of this particular project. Um, <clears throat> and what I mean by that is I'm completing, see, when you're developing something, there is several types in the prototypes to, to, um, to complete. <clears throat> I'm almost completed with the very first millisecond of this, which is probably not far from other people there that <clears throat> don't know what I'm talking about. But when you're inventing something, you get through a first milligram of work and then you go test it out and the other milligram and this and that and the other. <clears throat> but I've completed one part of it. I think I've mastered it. Now I gotta go test it out. <clears throat> Although this corona thing has put a, a stop to me getting this kind of product so I can test it, well, that's just up in the air. So I have to keep moving forward. Um, I've been talking to um, my advisor, <clears throat> and he's he knows people that will be interested in this coming closer to the third stage i will be talking to major corporations and i've talked to um two possible companies that may be <clears throat> interested in using my product for um uh i can't really say but it's kind of it, it'll be useful to their businesses. I'm, I'm hoping so. But this is a different kind of industry. <clears throat> if you look at the largest industries in, in businesses, what are some of the things that are, are um, large money? I would have to say <clears throat> gadgets, money. I mean, ga yeah, gadgets produce money. But money produces drugs. Money produces guns and so on and so forth. Well, this market that I'm getting into is <clears throat> a lot more dangerous. And I know a lot of knowledge. And I'm not going to say any for anything further than that. <clears throat> but it has to be mastered. This particular part that I'm working on is a little bizarre because it's almost getting to the point that, and this is a hint, this is getting the clue, is your government is going to be controlling you pretty quickly. And not if that they don't control you right now. And I'm not trying to be conspiracy theory and all that stuff, but there's a market that's totally untouched, and I found something. And so I'm working with it and rolling with the punches, and <clears throat> this p particular person that I'm working with knows investors. So, with that being said, I had... I. I feel really super confident that this is going to work 
because of how and what and when and how. <clears throat> but I'm not going to give it away at all. But you will be hearing from me, but you won't know me. You may be hearing my name, but you won't know who I am. Um, <clears throat> but that's okay. I'm not Elon Musk. I'm not uh, Jeff Bezos. I'm I'm not um, Bill Gates. I'm not um, the the other lady that took on Silicon Valley. I forgot what her name was, but she invented something really super fantastically cool. <clears throat> She's a badass. But those are the people that really inspired me to kind of look at the things that are not untouched yet. And that they don't have gadgets for it. But I'm making a gadget, in other words. <clears throat> However, so going outside today, it's been really nice playing on the rocks, playing in the sand, playing, pulling weeds, um, doing some yard work. But I've just, like, had shitty allergies really bad. <clears throat> and... So it really fucks my moods and everything like that because I become miserable sometimes because the allergies are really bad here in New Mexico, Albuquerque. Um, <clears throat> but anyhow, I did some really interesting reading today and it was just kind of hilarious how a lot of the things that are about to come out is based off Back to the Future go figure that go figure out why they made back to the future one two and three can you figure that one out they were making something huge back then this has been going on 20 30 years now back to the future right so you remember when michael j fox went to the future right <clears throat> and they saw hoverboards and stuff like that well now the new hoverboard came out the new hoverboard just came out. It's not on the market yet because it's just not yet. But it flies up in the air and it's like this little, it looks like two center pogo sticks and you can go up to like 12 feet in the air or something like that. <clears throat> There's no string attached. It's like runs on, I'm not sure what it is, but it's super cool. It's big. It's like a human, two human feet. It's not a surfboard, it's not a skateboard, but it's like a big hoverboard or something, or electric board or something. <clears throat> but it goes over water, goes over sand, it goes over, over everything. It raised, like I said, it raised about 24, uh, 12 to 24 feet up in the air. It was just a super cool gadget, but it's probably about, about $10,000 to have, or $20,000 to have. Not that it's going to get smaller than that, but it will. So, anyhow, I've been watching this little documentary called, what was it called? Oh, The Pandemic. It's funny how Netflix puts out a pandemic over things that were being past made. And I wonder how long it took him to make the pandemic. And we're in a pandemic. 
And I'm sure a movie or a series takes, you know, three, four, five years to make. Six years, seven years. I'm not sure how long it took him to make that. <clears throat> but something together with clips is probably about two years. Um, it's, it's kind of similar to the safe recovery of people talking about how different diseases affect people and how people are sacrificing their lives to help them. Well, anyhow, <coughs> this pandemic is, it's, to study it, it's kind of like pretty amazing how they did it. It's, it's really phenomenal. Um, <clears throat> reading some of the stuff that, you know, our financial, or not our financial advisors, but our secretary of state and our president, um, from years and years back when they did the, the pandemic, um, uh, emergency evacuation or whatever it was, transcripts on how to deal with something like this. <laughs> and this was when, um, Obama took place in the White House. So figure that one out. And <clears throat> this guy didn't even, I don't know if he did anything. I don't know if he followed it or not even paid attention to it. Who knows? But anyhow, I didn't let that affect me because I stayed away from media. All forms of media. Because, you know, um, I could sit here and bash people all day and watch six different TV screens and watch people say the same exact thing about one and the other and whatever the hell. <clears throat> but that's why I didn't do it. <clears throat> because I still think it's bullshit. All of it. They could have just saved the trouble and fixed the finances. They wouldn't be dealing with this shit. However, I can't verify that. I can't really justify that. But I have a theory. And But you guys can figure that one out. <clears throat> um... I also want to talk about how wandering through the internet, <clears throat> how now you want to bring up black death. Now you want to bring up the swine flu, the bird flu, the hantavirus. You want to bring up stuff from the past like the Ebola with the mouse virus and this and that and the other, whatever. <clears throat> but you knew... You knew how to, um, what the cure was. You knew it was a vaccination. You also knew that people would die in record numbers. But I don't want to get into that. You keep your own theories on that one. But why? Why? Because we're destroying our planet. We're destroying our way of life. <clears throat> <clears throat> We are destroying our our good nature and love for peace and harmony on the earth. But we all need to take a stand and say, well, this is enough. You, you mean you have so much control on us already. Why are you doing this? But then I look at the doctors and nurses and they say, well, you know what? If it breaks out, dude, we're screwed. We are so screwed. But... <clears throat> 
I don't want to get into that either because people have their own opinions on this. <clears throat> but, and I'm sorry for using bot a lot. <laughs> um, I think it's just when I'm rambling and thoughts, butts always come in the way because I'm thinking about a butt. Or maybe not. I don't know. <clears throat> so, I'm going to tell you what my favorite book in the whole wide world is. My favorite book is Edgar Allan Poe. Um, I have been a fan of The Raven for ever. I love Edgar Allan Poe. I love him. <clears throat> William Shakespeare. Uh, Louisiana Alcott, um, I have Dean Coots, um, Stephen King's my, my ultimate favorite beyond Edgar Allan Poe. Him and him go neck to neck. He's fantastic. I've been reading him for years, but I have not read any of his stuff because I'm involved in my project. <clears throat> I occasionally try to make music because of I want to try something new. So maybe that may be a clue to, to someone to become my teacher. Um, you know, I've spent... This is why I pick up on reading so much. And because I am a licensed massage therapist. So that's kind of another good trait for, that I have. A licensed massage therapist. <clears throat> um... I just don't tell anybody about it because most people want sex favors and because I know how to release some of the, the um, things that entice the sex or the hard-ons or to get wet. And so that's kind of why I don't do it because people are asked for money to jerk you off. And I guess for some people that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm not an escort. So, no. I'm far from being an escort, I should say. Oh my god, I don't even know why I said that, but I did. Um, <clears throat> uh, I've been practicing since 2005. I've met a lot of interesting people, and but their energy got with my energy, and it fucked with me, so that's kind of why I don't do it no more. But I have learned how to master my energy and, and my emotions and trying to center my attention to the universe and letting the universe say what it needs to say to me and giving me spiritual um, guidance and clues and, and and allowing me to see it through my eyes so I can put it down on paper. I <clears throat> told you I'm an advocate for the people. And sometimes that takes a lot of risk and a lot of guts. So I think that may be another step that I could go back to. Um, I'm not certified that in New Mexico. And they don't pay well out here. So New Mexico, for all of you that do not understand what New Mexico is all about. New Mexico is shitty poor. There are some upper class people. There's medium. But I 
and we all know that sec it's the second largest what dangerous city in the United States. I don't know if that statistic is right or wrong. <clears throat> I try to stay away from that because it fluctuates sometimes. Um, but I live in a nice neighborhood. Really nice. People respect each other. We don't fuck with nobody's shit. We, we're very, very, very nice to each other. And that's the way the world should be. The world should be nicer to each other and ourselves. We have to change everything about ourselves. And even if I see somebody down the street that I don't even know, I'm going to walk up and say hi. How are you? How was your day? And talk to them. Because sometimes they may be going through some stuff, but if you say hi, talk about their dog. Oh my god, you look so pretty. Or, wow, I like that jacket. Where'd you get that from? You look handsome in it. I think that brightens up people's day a lot more. Um, <clears throat> I guess... Some people will never know how I am because they don't get to know who I really am in speaking to me. You know, I'm, I know people have certain phobias and different mental disorders. And <clears throat> I can help you. I can help you because I've learned to accept everything that is not normal. And I'm not normal. I've studied psychology for the past 25, 30 years, or yeah, 25 years, I should say, um, <clears throat> so I know what I'm talking about. I've seen a lot of different types of people, met them, um, and, and usually it's just because people are threatened by me, and this is kind of why I just don't really mingle with people. Um, I, I like to hang out with people who are sharp, who have clarity, who want what's only best for them and their surroundings and their family and whatever, whatnot. Um, when I talk to people, I don't care about how much money you make. If you're a billionaire, I don't care about that. I still treat you all the same. Whether you're a junkie, whether you are prostituting, whether you're an escort, whether you're a whore, whether you're a crack dealer, whether you are whatever you are, I still treat you all the same. All of you. And I'm not judgmental. <clears throat> and so, you know, you can call me a street preacher if you want to, but if back in my early 20s, <clears throat> I worked for an organization that went out on the streets and was giving needles to heroin junkies, giving $5 vouchers to heroin junkies. I was giving, you know, gangbangers, you know, just to, uh, I would just talk to them. That's it. Just talk. I don't want nothing to do with their business, but I was just talking to them. Just talking to people, not disrespecting them, not showing them any anger, animosity for the race, national color, any of that is is not my thing. I will accept everybody as who they are and what they are. I may come off as probably an asshole to them, but you can tell me to fuck off. 
And I would completely understand. And I would walk away from you with no regrets. <clears throat> no regrets at all. But the people that I do meet are the ones that I want to keep. And, you know, um, we all say harsh things to each other. We all get violent. Sometimes we don't know how to um, express our anger. <clears throat> Sometimes we need to get aggression out through a punching bag or something else, martial arts or breaking down a tree or doing something else that's constructive. Um, for me, it's my pen is my weapon. My my words are my weapon. My words are 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 speech, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm a political speaker, but I do want to give a shout out to Mister Guess Who, Doctor Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um. Elijah Muhammad, um, Gandhi, um, Mother Teresa, for being peaceful people, President Kennedy, so on and so forth, the freedom fighters. People fight for freedom every day that people don't know about, but I'm fighting for my freedom every day, regardless if, <clears throat> if I'm fighting for, um, more clarity or more wisdom I'm still fighting for peace and that's something worth fighting for peace is abundance peace is like a, a rainbow sitting outside your yard and watching it glow all day and all night it's kind of beautiful, if you really think about it. If you had a beautiful rainbow at nighttime, what would you do? Could you follow the rainbow? Could you follow the rainbow down the rabbit hole? Could you follow the rainbow to the lucky charm? Well, I guess we all need some kind of magical carpet ride, I guess you want to say that. But, you know... This time around, next year, five months, six months, three months now, I'm not going to be the same person. I'm going to be different every single day. I don't want to remember the people from yesterday. I don't want to remember the past. I don't want to bring up the past. And I've moved on tremendously. And, you know, I will help you if you need help. I will be there with you in group therapy. I will hold you by the hand and be there with you. If you need help, seek help. If you need someone to talk to, talk. But you have enough people in your life that you talk to because you trust them. And I understand that. But I, I've, I'm more wiser than I was yesterday. And I can't begin to understand what the hell happened to me. But it's not meant for me to understand. It's for me to let it go and move the hell on. But anyhow, I spent a half an hour on this segment. And I hope that you will continue to listen to me. Bye-bye.